0: hunk my name is jordan wonders and this week i'm your chunkity chunk
1: i'm doge and you have three million hunks in your personal vault that's what i want for christmas i was a johnny legs i shot from the hip it wasn't good but i shot i like it i could tell you were planning for something video
0: games all day playing video games all day i'm carter and santa claus is hunking to town yeah (laughs) why does he He hunks to town because just this very day, um, though a streak ended, I did just lock in my longest streak of not having technical difficulties. Um, Ah, It reset today. And so we don't really get to acknowledge it until it's done. Days without incident, Yeah, consecutive recordings was in the dozens, I think, at this point. uh, With me not doing some kind of technical thing. Is that true? Dozens?
1: W, w Diggies for sure. I don't know that I would say dozens. You say it's dozen. definitely not 24, but Maybe you're down dozen. for 10. Yeah. I would say definitely not 24. I'm really? <laughs> <definitely> not 24. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> that's I'm three, that's so four months. Bad. No,
0: that's six months. I'm not much older than the two of my co-hosts, but I don't remember names and can't deal with technology. I do feel in my, in my mid eighties, like
1: you do sometimes, Grandpa. Like you do
0: sometimes, I, th- I think Grandpa? the difference here is that you're on a podcast with two guys whose parents asked them to help them, like set up their entertainment centers or whatever.
1: Sure. It's just, of the it's four the of us. Also, our jobs, like our our jobs, professionally. Yeah. If we include yeah. a lot, of, I'm a I'm a gear monkey. A lot of moving stuff around, <laughs> putting stuff in, I wiring things to, up. Yeah, I get to ride the waves of uh, being one of
0: a team of four where. Everyone else is basically a sound engineer because <laughs> people always talk about like, yeah, there's this new podcast out. It's it's pretty good. It just doesn't sound as good as y'all's though. And I'm like, yeah, well, hey, you know, we do our best. And I am like I do nothing at all. Um, I'm just here. I'm just here.
1: <laughs> we're glad you are.
0: Yeah. We're glad, we're glad I'm here. And I I reached 10 to I guess to please you guys. We'll call That's it 10. Easy. 10 straight at least 10. recordings. I think at least 23 <laughs> At least at all a, minimum, minimum whatever is at not most not actually at most 23. Just flirting with the term <laughs> dozens. But yeah, here we are. <laughs> I'm a I'm a hunk for it though. Good you know, we you. celebrate the little wins. Anyway, we got to talk about yeah. our Action Christmas Volume 2 movie. Yeah. Um just came out uh recording it on the official release day and wow. the movie is known as Violent Night. night. do give me a synopsis so we can start tearing into this bad boy like a present
1: on Christmas morning. This week's Christmas synopsis was written by Justin Kroll. A team of elite mercenaries breaks into a wealthy family compound on Christmas Eve, taking everyone inside hostage. But the team isn't prepared for a surprise combatant. Santa Claus is on the grounds, and he's about to show why this Nick... Is no saint.
0: <laughs> oh, nice. That's a pretty good synopsis, actually. That's a pretty good synopsis. Carter, my greatest regret is that we didn't have the foresight to know that this was an all of us go together. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Big time, man. We made a It mistake. was full of... Like, yeah, My favorite thing to share with y'all, it was full of that. Yeah, We didn't get our, to do it. Our audience was lame. No way. I mean, I it was so, exact. so small and so quiet.
1: No. And it, it,
0: it was just us losing our minds in this theater while everybody we, else sat in silence. Man, the experience of the audience, which I guess we're also saying like, you wish that all of us could have seen it together. There is so mm-hmm. much to be said about seeing a movie with people that are have good energy. But ours was amazing. Yeah. We got to go to an advanced screening. So it was on a Wednesday. Oh, and nice. it was almost full and it was one of their bigger theaters. And there were people in front of us that were loving it the most, but everybody was really loving it. But they had home-brewed like Christmas hat things to wear, like Santa hats, and then did blood splatter on them. Amazing. And it was- so fun. It was so fun. Yeah, we had a blast. This movie. Yeah. This movie is if- an ABC family made for TV Christmas movie and also Die Hard and also Home Alone. Yeah. Had a baby and that baby came out and its first word was the F word.
1: Yeah. 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 Family.
0: Yeah. It, Tell I, me how- It's so strange, this movie. Tell me how I learned more about like love and life- from Violent Night, then Jingle All the Way, which was made for kids and families, <laughs> right? Right. I, I actually talked to Callie on the on the uh, the drive home part after I dropped off Doge because I couldn't talk about the movie in front of Doge um, about how much DNA this movie shares with Jingle All the Way in such a strange way. Yeah, it. This movie. Is just as ridiculous as Jingo all the way. Just as stupid as Jingo all the way. And seemingly just as I aware of how ridiculous and stupid it is. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly. Yeah. Mostly aware of how stupid it is.
1: Did you guys see the, the very last trivia listed on IMDb for this movie? And I-
0: I don't, don't know, know if I believe think it. This
1: is true. Yeah, I don't know if I believe Reportedly, it. Reportedly, this was originally written as an Easter movie, but then was changed because David Harbor refused to wear a bunny suit. There's no way that's what that is. I don't. Think I that's don't real think at
0: that's all. true. No,
1: that's not true at all. I don't think it's that's just pretty too pretty fresh
0: for it not to be voted down or taken off. Yeah, yet. I I fully in my soul believe that this movie only exists because somebody made a violent night joke, and then they were like, "I gotta go. I gotta go right, right now."
1: I'll see you guys later. Bet, bet, you won't. It feels like sent a spec script to David Harbor on a dare. Like, wouldn't it be funny if we got Hopper to be Sanders' was? Mm-hmm. He would never do that. Mm-hmm. And then he emailed back and was like, "I'm in, Dave." And they're like, "Oh, oh no, I guess we should oh, write we gotta this. We're gonna make quick. it now."
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. It, it's I. It. I had a blast. I don't know what else to say, guys. It was yeah. so it's, fun. It's it was so a lot colossally fun. stupid. But it's meant, it's supposed to be. Yes. It's so funny because it took two genres that can often be colossally stupid. Christmas movie and action movie. And Christmas movies. Yeah, Christmas movies are typically bad, even though I love them. Right. But it took, and it like mixed them up and it worked. Like, and this isn't, I mean, there's been attempts at this, I do think. And they just never make it like, uh Goldberg like any any former wrestler puts on the Santa suit and they're like yeah yeah mm-hmm. go it's going to be all about you you're going to go in and, and mess stuff up i think bill goldberg who was one of my favorite wcw wrestlers played santa in like a horror movie but i don't know how much it was trying to be funny
1: <clears throat> did you yeah. get the trailer for that horror santa movie where it's a santa android it's no. like super like grindhouse uh, like, yeah. it's like it's this like this terminator company. santa it we, is exactly what if the T1000 was a Santa Claus robot. We got it cocaine so bear. Anyway.
0: We, we got, got, bear got cocaine well. bear
1: too. I want to see cocaine. It looks amazing. <laughs> it looks so fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I so I I will super pump early. Go. And I think the most unique thing about this movie is it it actually got me in the feels. I had moments where I was like this is a touch poignant. Like, this is so interesting. <laughs> my my super pump is the relationship between Santa and Trudy. Mm, I love that really this sweet. little girl gets a walkie-talkie, which is also very much… Uh, die hard, dude. Two of our favorite yeah. protagonists get to talk each other, to each other. Yeah. Super die hard. Um, but the fact that they talk and she's kind of responsible for giving Santa the Christmas spirit back, you know, I, I as cheesy as it Which was. Which we've
1: seen that a million
0: times. Yeah, That's yeah, happened, as, in like, that happened in like every was, movie. I loved it because David Harbour does such a good job of working with kids, I've realized. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> of, of, he does. Of being incredibly, there is always something about big, we could call him muscle boy. Is David Har- Harbour a muscle boy? I was call big. him like he, a big dude. Just a you know big I mean? boy. He's just big a dude. big dude. Just being kind and sensitive, and still kicking the most butt. This is like if Hagrid grabbed a hammer, right? Yeah, and started, you know, popping Death Eaters in *Sorcerer's Stone*. You know, it's yeah. it's. I loved it. I loved their relationship. I thought it was so clever. I will never get over Santa Claus excitedly uh, receiving uh, something called Bone Crusher. I will never Skull Crusher. Skull Crusher. Yeah, I will never get past seeing Santa Claus it's be like Skull. So Sure, I'm yeah. so excited. Like it is insane. Yeah. I think the fact that we did have that specifically. There's other moments. Uh, I think attempts at trying to be sweet that I didn't like, but this this is what I liked the most was, sure. was Santa and Trudy's relationship um, because they anytime they were together or communicating were my favorite scenes. Um, yeah, yeah, I loved it, loved it. I agree. I'm gonna I'm gonna mix it up. I'm gonna super dump. Ah. dump it. Dump it up then. Dump it in. Dump um, it. I was back and forth between two things, but I'm, my super dump is act one. Just the first 30 minutes of this movie. Um, I think the actual opening with Santa at the bar was fantastic. Really great. That's so
1: fun. That was really yep. funny.
0: I think everything else was too long. And built up to what was almost my super dump, which is the worst romance subplot I've ever seen in a movie—a completely unearned reuniting of two lovers at odds. Like that's my super dump. Their kiss sure. at the end—it's like you didn't earn this. No, nobody we changed. We actually found out he's—he actually confirmed that he's just as bad as his mom. Yeah, like she right. Exactly. Never loved like he's him more. S- she never saw all more of, of herself. This dirty again. money. Yeah, dude. Yeah, no. yeah. I, that's no. my super dump for but, sure. That, so that was almost my super dump. I'm combining it with the, the fact that that is set up in the first 30 minutes and everything else. Like, it felt like they tried to do kind of a knives out family thing and spent too much time on a cast that couldn't yeah. carry that amount of time. Um, yeah. So I, I was, yeah, there the was, was no point in getting minutes, to know them I that I was well. like getting a little nervous that it wasn't going to be the movie I wanted it to be. And then it became the movie I wanted it to be. Great. But um I will say Cam Gigandet, the guy from Never Back Down. Yeah. He got my number, man. Yeah. He made me giggle.
1: That was real funny. He made me giggle he made me hard.
0: Giggle. <laughs> I think um, since this is uh my super dump, I think the big thing about that relationship, because with a Christmas movie and even an action movie, you could be doing it as like satire, like to be funny of like, hey, isn't it always funny how they just end up together and there's really no reason why? But this movie was doing enough good things already that that stood out of being like, well, I can't tell. I need to be able to tell if you're laughing at yourself. And I put it with that. That did feel like because, and I think it is because of my super pump, which was how genuine and uh, heartwarming Santa and Trudy's relationship was It's like, oh, no, they're definitely trying to do another thing like that, in my opinion. Yeah.
1: And it didn't work. I think maybe that's what I'm realizing. Because I loved, I did enjoy this movie. Like, it was exactly 100% what I thought it would be. And so I loved it. Like, uh, But I think there is that element of like, I don't know, if if we're comparing it to things like Bullet Train and things like John Wick, that we've, well, never seen John Wick. But uh, Carter's never seen John Wick. I've seen John Wick. But if we're comparing it to like things like kind of like gory action comedy that's been happening, like having sort of a moment lately, uh, I think there is that extra level of sincerity that at times works against the like over-the-top action satire tone. Yeah. Um, And it's things like, I don't know, I guess I'll super dump here too. I think that, I think there's a way to make John Leguizamo's Scrooge in this Interesting. Interesting. Be a, be a a villain <clears throat> that hates Christmas and that's funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think that it was like, it was too close to the like Christmas movie trope of like, this guy had an angry Christmas and was disappointed by Santa Claus. And so he has no Christmas spirit left. And it was like, I think that we could have, I don't know, made that satire a little bit more clear or yeah. moved the other direction. And just been like, you know, in diehard, uh, Alan Rickman doesn't, he's not robbing them on Christmas because he hates Christmas. He's robbing them because he's robbing them. And I I think we could like either lose the, I hate Christmas, so I want to kill Santa Claus to death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like really turn that up and make it way over the top. Yeah. Yeah. Johnny Legs needed to be one of the
0: top two funniest things about this movie and he wasn't.
1: I agree. yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I always like Johnny Legs, so whatever, take it with a grain of salt. But yeah, I I thought that the thing that kept, one of the things that kept this from being like the best, which I I really loved it. But one of the things that kept it from being the best was David Harbour and Trudy are like the two interesting characters. Santa and Trudy are the two interesting characters. Nobody else is really that interesting. They're just, they're good for a one-liner or two. Yeah. Yeah. But- and Walmart think, brand Oscar Isaac wasn't bringing it for me either. Yeah, yeah. I think
1: <laughs> I think David Harbour is the only, Santa Claus is the only character who's in the action comedy movie. Yeah. The violent, gory action comedy movie. Yeah, I think I agree. every other character showed up to be in Home Alone 7. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. No, that's a good point. And I think that's where the mystery, because there is that just like, there is that fracture running through it of like yeah. David Harbour, Santa Claus is pulling this script in a direction that I think everything else in the script is pulling against.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think when you start to use things in story making that are familiar to people on purpose, yeah. You're playing with fire. You're for comparison. Yeah. Because yeah. I kept thinking about how much funnier I wanted to watch Joe Pesci try and burgle. Yeah. Yeah because of how funny he was in Home Alone. And it's just Johnny Legs' character was too close, especially with all the Home Alone vibes. Yeah, No, I'll too say this. Close the uh, henchmen to, uh, worked for me, actually. They were great. I thought they were they fun. Were yeah. Almost my super pump was rated R Home Alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was great. The scenes that we had, oh my goodness gracious. Yeah, Yikes. Yeah. Wow. The, that was so funny. The nail so through the funny. chin is one of the worst things I've ever seen. It is <laughs> oh, visceral. man. It is visceral. (laughs) I can't unsee that. The guy... So, okay. Something that this movie does so well in that same Home Alone vein is like when a dude is getting lit on fire and barbecued from the inside out by a Christmas tree topper that's in his eye socket and Santa's just laying there talking on a walkie-talkie while this dude's face is on fire. It is funny instead of horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. That's impressive. That's good. That is Yes. That... That is what makes this movie good, is in those moments where it is over the top ridiculous. It, it's also funny and yeah, it works yes. really well in those moments. Yeah. Yeah, I just wanted it. I just would have preferred action set piece after action
1: set piece. Same. I think I agree. Same. I think um, I agree. Not enough because there was too much action comedy, yeah. too much Christmas hallmarking going yeah, on. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And we're Farleying early here, but. When he gets what do you to
1: about a what, like a ninety minute, yeah. When he gets Santa. to have
0: just the shed slaughter, I think I'll call it. When our uh, kill team come so in, So good. Uh, the kill team also felt very Die Hard. Yeah, it did feel like they were pushing that they're over the top douchebags because in Die Hard, if you remember, we get two FBI agents. I think they were like Johnson and Johnson. They I think Johnson, were their names. And Johnson, I believe. And they're, they they're baby shampoo. Way more cartoony than anything deserves than they should be. But it works yeah. somehow. Mm-hmm. I think that's what they were kind of trying to do here. It but kind of reminds me of the scene in Elf where Santa's like the the Central Park Rangers. That yeah. whole that whole thing. It's
1: that was not a bad Ed
0: Asner. I don't know if you, you. did it on purpose. Yeah, yeah. I, I felt it. It just happened in the moment.
1: But that that Love shed that. scene
0: was almost my super pump. That being set to yeah. what
1: was it, Christmas,
0: Christmas every day? Is that the name of the song? No. I think so, yeah. That that whole yeah. scene being set to that song, he finds the hammer. He just goes full on Santa find, wick. Yeah. We use our wood chipper. We use- the, I loved that. We it's we use so the, fun. Uh, we use the ice, ice skates. skates on the
1: fists- Dude, it was oh, amazing. Oh, that- uh, That is so cool. The, he decapitates the guy with the two ice skates. It's yeah. so good. That is so cool. I wanted more <laughs> yeah.
0: of that. We get a little
1: more of See? that a couple more times, but I wanted more of that. That's what I thought. I think that's what I thought the whole thing would be. Yeah. And I think it could have been that. I, I, there was just, I don't know. We've said it a bunch of times. just that weird focus on like weird sincerity. That's like, I think Santa and the kid has earned sincerity. I, I love that's like I agree. You can't have Santa Claus in a movie without that element, but- Everything else, I think we could have left. Yeah. Uh, I want a sequel to this that is exclusively Violent Santa.
0: Well, yeah. here's the thing. They marketed so heavily heavily um, that it's from the team that brought you John Wick and all that stuff. But here's the thing, Carter, just so you know, since you haven't seen them, this is nothing like John Wick. No. John Wick's action is- Oh, I figured. Like super clean and stylized and yeah. basically nonstop- Whereas yeah, this I would, was like messy from, and sloppy on purpose. It's supposed to be, yeah. you know, a hammer. Like
1: almost, almost grindhousey yeah. action. Yeah. I've yeah. heard
0: you guys say Just, enough trying to be like John Wick that I respect it already without seeing it. Like when you say things like, they're really, they're clearly trying to be John Wick, but they can't. Yeah. Which is yeah. like the, every frame is gorgeous. And
1: yeah, I'm I think what I was good really, fighting. what I was really expecting was Bullet Train, but with Santa Claus where the whole thing was very self-aware.
0: Yeah, and there was there were those beautiful moments of self-awareness in this movie. Um, and it, it's so funny. My bar is so low for Christmas movies. And by that, I mean, sure. like, I watch four Christmases every year. That movie's a six, but I love it. We watch Christmas at the Cranks all the time. That movie is a three. That's a yikes. I love That's a, maybe it. a two. <laughs> yeah, it might be a two, but I love it's so bad that I love it. And so when it comes to Christmas movies, I fully admit that- I don't really care about yeah. quality. I care about the experience of watching it. That is where this movie delivers hand Absolutely. over fist. Is like, this is a solid, easy, stupid watch. Yeah. And that's what I really appreciated about it. But I, I the disappointing part is that the parts that were bad could have pretty easily been better with a couple rewrites and some better Mm -hmm. direction for our actors just saying, hey, maybe try harder. (laughs) And um, I just think that, I do think, I hate to say this because I don't want to create a scenario where you're afraid to cast somebody who was good in something else for fear of comparison. But when you cast, um, I need to pull up her name real quick, the sister from Knives Out.
1: Edie Let's Patterson. Knives Out. Mm.
0: When you cast somebody from Knives Out in a movie about a rich family that's a comedy and they're supposed to be fighting. that's tough. You're gonna draw comparisons, and yep. this movie in those in that sense falls way way short. And then, in the sense of being like a family movie, falls way way short. I, I guess right. that's my thing, right? Like when this movie is directionless with its sort of like hallmarkiness, who's that for? Because the people that love that
1: are yeah. not watching this movie. They're not going to see this movie. Right. Yep.
0: And it still works because it's a Christmas movie. So you it gets a free pass. And I admit that it gets a free pass. I'm down with it getting a free pass on that stuff. Yeah.
1: But if that had all been intentional, like a little bit more overt satire of that kind of thing, yep. that's for me. Yes. Like this is action fighting bloody Santa Claus with a... A Hallmark movie in the background, S- stupidly, stupidly to Hallmark, yeah. satirical Hallmark movie in the background, yeah,
0: or yeah. Great American Family, either one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I almost said, I almost made a Great American Family comment, but I, I, I can play it statement, I suppose. If you like yeah. Great American Family, um, you probably won't like this our
1: podcast. Prob- <laughs> probably not your movie, at least. Probably not your podcast, also. Um And that's just a quality commentary. Is all that is.
0: But, I'm trying to save you time. Yeah. <laughs> but man, it, it just feels like they shot for the middle and nailed it. They absolutely hit the middle Yeah. on those yeah. aspects of this movie. And unfortunately, because they hit the middle, it's worse than the middle. It's less. Those parts of the movie are less than the sum of their parts, whereas the other parts of the movie, I think, are somehow greater than the sum of their parts. I bet this yeah. movie cost
1: beans to make- Almost nothing. Yeah. yeah. You've got David Harbour and you've got a CG reindeer. Those are your expensive things. And then
0: one explosion yeah. of a single grenade. Yeah. Oh, dude. And Santa Claus dismembering a man by dragging him up through a chimney. That's, That's what incredible. I wanted to watch with y'all the most. I know. Yes. Yes. Johnny Legless, dude. Yes. Carter. That's fantastic. Johnny That's Legless. You just have given us a gift. Got a little spirit, little Christmas spirit up the ancient chimney, and the noises. I knew what was happening. The splash, that was wonderful. The splash, the splash was tough. That is actually what I think was the catalyst for making this movie. I
1: think that's the idea. Somebody. Yeah, what if I mean, Santa Claus pulled somebody up a chimney?
0: Yes, dude.
1: Yeah, and killed him.
0: It's like that. Like, uh, what a Mortal Kombat finish. Yes, that is.
1: It is I saw Did you guys see the chimney At the beginning of that sequence I yeah. saw the chimney yeah. I was like he's gonna do Some oh, they, they finisher frame it. with the chimney They frame yeah. it That's like okay Something's sure. about to go. I,
0: I didn't know it was gonna be that though I'll tell you I didn't I I was gonna
1: pull. I thought he was gonna go it, up the chimney And escape. just do like an aerial like finisher Yep I thought the Come down on thing his head here. With, with a hammer or something with him dude It's so perfect Shock oh, Absolute, absolute so shock perfect. from me
0: I got more to say about this <laughs> movie Believe it or not But we do have to go To shout announcements Shout announcements. Part of the show we give shout out to make announcements. Hey, if you're not on our Patreon, why? 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 why Quick question. Why? Why not though, why bud? Though? Hey, bud.
1: Why not? Why though? Because here's the thing. You're, you're good with the 52 movies that we do every year? We don't even have- You wouldn't what? like to get like, say, 60 movies every year? We don't even have one
0: tier of Patreon. We have two tiers of Patreon. If you're like- That seems like a big commitment. $3? $3 is not a big commitment. You get bonus episodes and you get a bonus vote. You get to vote twice in any vote series we do. That changes our vote outcomes every single time. You get a real voice in forcing us to watch things that sometimes we don't want to watch. So take that responsibility seriously. But at our $5 tier, you get access to our Discord server where we're chatting it up, chopping it up, shooting the breeze about uh, things like new movie trailers uh, things like movie news and TV news we got a channel for books if you like books love some books got, got a some sports, sports channel definitely got a sports channel Doge is doing a visual gag for something that's not visual um, box office ball is over there shout out B-O-B. to our current leader out of the 54 possible points you could have had this this person thank you uh, keeping it glassy as 49 beautiful. so he's, he's not quite batting a perfect wow. uh,
1: perfect we'll average another, here, we'll another point, not really it Huh? it's beautiful
0: yeah it's really excellent it's really excellent Interesting. so Interesting. jump on board Patreon jump on board and here's what I need honestly you could make your pod boys dreams come true if I could get three of you just three we're so close to some fun like uh, what, what would be the term monumental uh, checkpoints of like ratings. Sure. Like we we're, we're, we got some fun numbers up there and we're three away from a fun number over on iTunes. If you want to go rate us and review us on iTunes, that continues. Spotify is on its way. It's creeping up. But iTunes continues to be something that really helps in the algorithm of introducing a podcast to somebody who maybe has never heard of us. And reviews are huge for that. So if you can go to three of you, if you haven't done it. So you, uh-huh, right. No, you thought you did but you didn't. Yeah, you and then you. Uh-huh. Get that one. Get the one in the back. Get, make sure you get that one. Yeah, and then the one at that point. I you yeah, you've got it. You've got her number. Yeah, just go mm-hmm. ahead and do that. Uh and then I just yeah. need two. If y'all haven't reviewed Spotify, if, if two of the three of you haven't, uh come over there and just do that. You I just, just need two more well. reviews on Spotify. We would love that. We're asking for two. If you listen to other podcasts, it's kind of crazy what they're asking. They're basically asking the world to review their podcast, but we're more realistic. It's just you two over on Two Chunks, so we just need two and just three you two to do it. Let people know about our podcast. Also, if we're on your Spotify Wrapped, let us know because that's really fun. We had a bunch of people in our Discord. That is really show fun that we were on their Spotify yeah. Wrapped, and uh, that's really we should look insane. And I we, love it. Two Chunks has a Spotify account, right? Do we? We get to look at our Wrapped.
1: Yeah, don't we? Yeah, we're, we'll be posting that stuff later this week. Oh, that's exciting! Yes, sir. The other thing that's exciting is Avatar 2 Way of Water, the best, the destined to become the third highest grossing film of all time, slowly out of economic necessity to turn a profit. <laughs> uh, we're going to be talking about Avatar 2 Way of Water uh, in, and we've done it kind of informally, sort of colloquially around the water cooler, but uh, the potter cooler actually on nice. our podcast. But we're going to be doing a real episode about it once that comes out on December 16th. Uh, that next Tuesday will be our final episode of the year, and we'll be doing Avatar 2. The Way of Water. And now you might be looking at a calendar saying there's a week in between this day that this releases and the Tuesday that Avatar 2 Way of Water releases. There's a Tuesday that is unincorporated territory. And to that I say, look under your Christmas tree. There's a box that says, do not open till Xmas. Uh, In this case, Xmas is that special blank week. We're going to be revealing to you what we're talking about that week because we definitely have already decided.
2: Do you have that one piece of clothing you keep going back to no matter how full your closet is? Having a versatile, high-quality favorite feels great, but having a whole closet full of them feels even better. American Giant puts the quality, durability, and comfort they're famous for into everything you need for your spring days, from premium t-shirts and jeans to lightweight French terry joggers and their legendary best hoodie ever. Whether you're dressing for work, the gym, or happy hour, you're sure to find your next closet go-to from American Giant. And it's all made in America and designed to last a lifetime. Get twenty percent off your first order at American-Giant.com with code Staple20 at checkout. That's American-Giant.com, code S-T-A-P-L-E two zero.
0: And we're back. Super pump. I'm gonna super Tell pump me this. I'm gonna super
1: pump. Hey. I think I know what it is.
0: I don't. I don't know. Maybe it's David Harbor. Yeah, it's David Harbor. It's just obvious to me. It's David Harbour. He, he's the selling point of the movie. He's how it got made, I assume, or why it yep. got made, perhaps. He's the best. He should have been Santa long ago. I love this angry Santa when he mm-hmm. went into a flashback state to show that he has been a Viking. Yeah. I got all sillied up. Yeah. Giggle I, town, I, population. I, yep. Giggle town. Population, Jordan. Giggle town, population. Down. Giggle town. It's yes. me, Jordan. Butterscotch ripple. Mm. I have <laughs> a call. I want, to, I want to make a call to Hollywood, a call to action. Mm, Hollywood. That's what I did there. I love it. Can we go ahead and make David Harbor our modern day? Can he carry the torch? Can he be the person who carries the torch for Bruce Willis? Ooh, please. Yeah. What a man. What a man of the people. What a man. What a really man. Really funny like continues to be really funny. Bruce Willis started in comedy. Let's bring in David Harbour and let's say Stranger Things is on its way out. Just come in here and be an action boy. Give the man a series. Let him be this dude. I don't even care if it feels like Hopper. I don't care. It's because Bruce Willis got to come in and just always kind of be... Not as grumpy as Harrison, as old Harrison, but he got to come in and just be capable and barely make it. Like, I think a lot of it had to do with me seeing David Harbour bloodied up Mm -hmm. and just saying things exasperated, like, but like loving on kids and really hating bad guys. Like, I was like, oh no, like this is what it should be. Jordan was talking about the comparisons there. We can't help but compare to Knives Out, Home Alone, all these different things that this movie is... An homage to, but the diehard part worked the most because of David Harbor. Yeah, for sure. I completely completely agree. He 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 has that same like exhaustion. Yes, but he's so large that you can believe that he could. Absolutely. Even Bruce Willis, you you could just look at him in a tank top and be like, "Okay, he's going to get me. Yeah, he could get me. Yeah. Yeah, he could get me for sure." And it's just a little bit bigger. It's just a- yep. uh, But on top of that, I think he's more charming than Bruce Willis ever was.
1: Ooh. Ooh. That's yeah, too early. Hey, that's Carter's uncle. Yeah. I that's didn't, a say, he's a bit too early. I didn't say he's family. a better actor. I didn't say I know that. that he's uh, a better
0: action star. I think he's more charming than Bruce Willis. Ugh. That's the only Ugh. statement I'm making. Wow. But I do think he's a better tell- actor than Bruce Willis. So that's the second <laughs> statement. Gosh, chill, dude. <laughs> Dang, I'm not saying you'll ever make Die Hard. We should
1: not touch Die Hard. Hollywood. I just, Don't we I not make Die hard. hard.
0: Oh my gosh, what an you know the mistake try. You know that try more like
1: more like try hard.
0: Dang, whoa. How'd I you? I promise we didn't like script that. that? We normally script everything we say on this podcast. <laughs> I promise you, right there was not scripted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that was a I, good joke that I, we I, wrote. Thank you, Carter. Okay. We'll um. let's take a moment and talk about Bruce Willis charm yeah I think here's what I'll say with you David Harbour has the potential to be uh, in his career more charming I think the only okay know. is this are you just saying on screen yeah charm okay Oh, I don't Oh, in-person charm is an easy David Harbour W. We don't even have to talk yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't going to argue with that. Yeah, no, I, I wasn't going to argue with that one. I think that Bruce Willis has charisma, but not charm is how I would put it. Yeah. I think that David Harbour has both. Okay. I feel that. But I, I, I'm, I'm really digging this connection you've made because I think Bruce Willis, obviously like what he brings to Die Hard is he has this sort of like grittiness to him. I mean- we're not charting any new waters here to say that one of the best parts about Die Hard is that it is pretty grounded and, yeah. you know, John McClane gets hurt, which is a big thing. Yeah. Um, I remember my dad actually talking about seeing Die Hard for the first time when it came out and being amazed that an action hero got that hurt and that he wasn't coming out just like glistening and on top mm-hmm. of the world, but that well, he was yeah, bloody especially and almost on- dead. Yeah, measured against the other action heroes of the time right. who were superheroes. And I think that David yeah. Harbour can bring sort of that same thing in a cool way. Yeah, no, I, I think you're absolutely right that he might be Hollywood's second coming of Bruce Willis in that way. And yeah, we've already done a lot of action with him. Sure. I mean, with him being in uh, his character in Black Widow, obviously Hopper can can lay the fist down a little yeah. bit too. Yeah. He's there. Hellboy You know, it's like he's he's an action guy. He's just big. We're ready for it. Can we talk? I want to. I I thought about you a lot, Jordan, in this movie, and I I think one of our favorite, one of my favorite uh, continued conversations that I think Two Chunks brings up a lot and can sometimes influence those who follow us and then watch movies is a uh, holding to the rules. Sure. Do rules matter to you in a movie like this? No. And and then. By rules, how would you define, what is the dictionary two chunks definition, Jordan's r- movie, following movie rules? How would you define that? So mm. uh, I'll tell you why rules don't matter to me in a movie like this is because Santa Claus himself says, it's Christmas magic. I don't really know how it works. I thought that was such a brilliant little thing to write yeah. in. Cong- yeah. congr- because congr- people are going to ask. You do whatever and- you want. Yes, exactly. Yeah. If, if, they had, exactly. if they had given us a defined set of, here's how Santa's magic works. And then they- Tim had- Allen style. Yeah, but then they had not used that rule at the very end and he had some loophole to fix everything, then yeah, I'd be a little annoyed. But from the beginning, it's just sort of like, I don't know, man, it's a Christmas movie where Santa hits people really hard and Christmas magic just exists. Okay, great. That's a wide open funnel and I'm cool. It's not that, and you guys know this, I'm not telling you new stuff, but it's not that I am obsessed with there being rules in a movie. It's just that Mm -hmm. if you make them, stick to them. Or subvert them in a way that makes sense. It's when uh, Expelliarmus is just a laser that you get to shoot at people and it's not actually doing anything, but it's just sort of becomes stormtrooper rifles so that you can have beams shoot across the screen. That's not what that spell does, guys. If you're gonna make them follow them, you know? Yeah, exactly. If you're gonna make and that is, I love how much that is attuned to your personality too, of like justice. It's like, hey man. If you're going to do this, do this. Freaking own up to what you're saying. Um, I, in this movie, there was a moment I did catch myself also, because rules would come up and I'd be like, I don't care. Sure. Because Santa doesn't care. But there was some things that I was like trying not to get too caught up on. And I realized that we do this sometimes especially with so many things that have interwoven background heavy, you know, like you have to know where this person came from in the MCU and the villain and who were their parents and who was their uncle and who stabbed them in the back. Right. And it was just kind of like, in my mind, I had moments where we're like, is this really the first violent home that Santa has stumbled exactly. upon in 11,000 years? have happened before. Or in 1,100 years, yeah. And then also was like, I love, I think the Viking talking about like, it was such an A twenty four scene to just have a bloody, monkey, I know, dude, uh, <laughs> holding Skull Crusher. Um, But it's like we don't know what eventually made him Im- somewhat immortal and turned yeah. into Santa, unless maybe there's some lore I didn't know.
1: We about. need that. We need a prequel to this, though, right? Yeah. So it's just I didn't care. about Need is things. a strong they, word. I think yeah, I need it. I, I want it. Crave, no,
0: I would watch it in a heartbeat. I have. Would not be surprised if Violent, Violent Night two, colon, first Christmas or something like that. Or something, dude. Yes. Yeah. Or dude, last Christmas. Like, I think Christmas. they're going to do this again. Violent Night the first Ooh. Noel. Oh, doge. Yeah, they could take this all the way. Can I tell you what? I have no problem in a movie like this being like, here's what would make this better. Can I tell you what I think would make this movie infinitely better?
1: Yeah. Infinitely better. Well, the first elves. of all,
0: that would honestly be sick. I really was convinced, by the way, that they were going to do like Mrs. Claus at the end and it was like Sophia Vergara or something. Yeah, dude, same. Yeah, I, I was really waiting for that it. Was going to happen a out. very yeah. like uh, Sean Connery as the king. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like, as, what? At the very end of page <laughs> percent <laughs> <100% laughs> He really? got paid so, I, I, I think he got a million dollars for doing that. Anyways. It's like Helen Mirren at the very end of this movie is Mrs. Claus. Something like that would have been amazing. Um, I think that if Santa had been more of like an unstoppable force of nature, like almost like as this Christmas demigod. Yeah. Like Thor. Kind of.
1: Yeah. Kind Thor not
0: superpowered, off. I don't think. I don't want him to have mm. superpowers, but like. Does he still bleed? He still bleeds. But just okay. almost like. So I, I had this image in my head all last night of we changed the moment where she encourages him to like use the violence for good. To when he is next to the hammer and doesn't see it yet rather than up in that bedroom. Yeah. And have him be like, they're coming in. I think this might be it. You know, that kind of thing. And then have her be like, you you told me that you've done this before, that you used to be a bad person. Well, maybe you weren't a bad person. Maybe you were just a good person in a bad situation and that's what you are now. And then have him flash back to the Viking thing with the hammer, show the sledgehammer. And then when he stands up, for the rest of the movie until the very end, he exclusively speaks Norse <laughs> and is like almost in a fugue state. Yeah. And and then if we, don't get me wrong, I love that we set that song to, or set that, Scene to Christmas Every Day or whatever that song is called. Yeah. But if it had just been like Viking chants while he was that like
1: that, like Viking choir from when <laughs> yeah, he's stitching himself dude. up.
0: Yeah. If it had just Your been world. that and it had almost been this horror
1: movie scene of this scene. He's SWAT like exclusively team. kept in the shadow. His eyes are like like a little bit of eye shine, <laughs> like Bigfoot. And yeah, <laughs> then give us fine. a scene
0: of one who escapes and is like, he's got eyes like coal. He's, you know what I yep. mean? Like, let yeah, let yeah, them yeah. get a corncob pipe and a button nose. I know they were kind of going. <laughs> for <laughs> the diehard thing where the the attackers always think they have the upper hand until Santa shows up, but if they had been a little scared of him
1: instead, I think this movie goes from you know. I think violent Violent Night two colon fight Christmas is definitely have to be force of nature Santa Claus. I think so. Like too. Unstoppable Santa. Like let
0: David that. Harper get ripped out of his mind and be like, I yeah. was last Super- Santa's got to be ready. Yeah. <laughs> I was super glad though we didn't get a whole like I'm shooting him and he's fine no I'm glad too yeah for sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure I do like that he kind of had super strength a little bit though like it was like oh <laughs> dude he was he was golf ball
1: driving range yes. hitting people with that hammer at one yeah. point yes yes can I super pump? Please, please. Oh, yeah? I'm sorry. I don't want to cut us off if we're still if we're still talking about Santa in the no, show. Oh, no, no. I mean, I That's could talk fine.
0: about that probably for another 10 minutes, yeah. to be honest with you. But yeah, go ahead.
1: I think my uh, super... Yeah, sorry. Go ahead.
0: Well, I was just going to say, if we're not going to do it as a sign-off, I think I have a perfect idea for who Mrs. Claus should have been if we revealed that. Ooh. Yeah, go ahead.
1: Ooh. Let's not do it as Tell a sign-off. Me. I like this. Winona Ryder. Viola Davis. Yeah. I like just that very much. because she's always good. Still, but she's still always sh- good.
0: And if we do a sequel, she yeah. just did Woman King. She can clearly kick. Still shredded from the, the Woman King as well. Yeah. Carter, I didn't know how bad I needed the sequel to be. Him fighting with Mrs. Claus by his side. That's why we do it. Yeah. And I also think the elves need to be savage because he said he would feed the reindeer to the elves. Dude, I. Think it's like the our elves, elves trolls. <laughs> I yeah. think the elves should be like. <laughs> A Monsters. little army, essentially. Like goblins. Yeah. I think we've got John, We got Scrooge's son or daughter who finds out what it's happened. She's hated Formula. Christmas too, inherited it, and she's going to him. She's going to the North Pole and fighting him at his house. Yes. Trying to catch him out of season. Coming in like July. Can I tell you what I think it should be, Carter?
1: I also I do think it should be Anthony Ramos playing Scrooge too. Scrooge's son.
0: I think uh, yes. That if they <laughs> do a second one, Transformers Energy. It should be Santa chasing after a criminal organization known as Grinch, and that their whole thing is they break into houses and steal Christmas. <gasps> yeah, and it's Santa, Mrs. Claus, and the elves protecting the. Was it Lightfoot, Lightwood, Light? Light something like light, light Lightstone. 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 I think it should be him making sure that Trudy's Christmas doesn't get stolen. <laughs> just protecting her. Yeah, essentially like as he's delivering presents, he's checking in with Mrs. Claus. He's like, how does the, how does the house look? And she's like, it's all clear for now. Trudy's his John Connor. Yeah, dude.
1: Yeah. Let's, I mean, That's let's just fine. go all the way. Let's turn it up to 11 and get dumber. That's what I'm saying. I want, I want six of these. Yeah. And I want the next five to be... Be increasingly more stupid. Yeah, for sure. Like Which I just think do could the, make them even better. Yeah. do these do these once a year. These are not expensive. This no. did not take long to shoot. There's do no one way. a year. Hundred percent. Let this become the new Christmas.
0: Like every Christmas, I look forward. To did the you new see the new night. Violent yeah. Night
1: this year? And they all have to be Christmas Carol, like in the name, some sort of like pun or Christmas, on the Christmas song, Carol. at least. Oh well, yeah, because sure. the last Dude, one has
0: to be Last yeah. Christmas. Yeah. You're walking in with enough with, with enough lore that like it's like Marvel lore with Christmas. Yeah. You could Jack Frost, like we can we can have so much stuff. Do Christmas here. baby please come home and Trudy got kidnapped on a backpacking trip in Europe and it's just taken, but Santa Claus is coming after them.
1: Yeah. I mean, True so Trudeau it could be Trudolph, the dead-nosed pain deer. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you need to stop. I it's too early for this. I'm gonna super pump. My blood is is And you can't stop me. Than, Go. The scene where Santa Claus takes his shirt off and he's stitching himself up and he's covered oh, yes. in the Viking tattoos. So good, dude. Is very yes. cool. It's like actually legitimately cool. And also- But then he's, but he stitches himself up and then packs the wound yeah, with wrapping man. paper with and ties a beautiful paper. bow on top of it. <laughs> Man, that is the funniest thing in the world. That is exactly the tone that this entire movie should be. Yeah, that was like where so it's like good. Actually, that's really pretty badass. The yep. theater, he packs Loved his wound with that. wrapping paper. That's yep. incredible. Yep, that's incredible. Yep, that is such a good bit. And
0: that it, like it's like these Nordic like. Snowflakes, though, because it's also yes. still very much Santa's big guy. tribal it's still tattoos. clearly or like a tribal
1: tattoo. But like, it sounds like the North God of War, Santa.
0: the 2017 or 2018 God of War, though.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. So, like that scene, oh, oh. that scene was exactly. Kratos going back to the house and getting the blades of chaos from under the floorboard. And it's like, he's going to go all out this one last time. I was expecting
0: Santa to be like, you're about to turn me into the old me. I told myself I wasn't going to do that. Like I was expecting him to like have a whole moment with himself. I don't know, man. It's time to rate it. We're at the end of the episode, but like, I don't know what to say. Regardless of what ratings come out of our mouths right now, go watch this.
1: Go see this movie. This is so
0: fun. We don't rate- viewing experience, although that factors in. What we rate is, you know, the movie kind of as a whole, um, but doesn't matter. If we all three say the the dumbest thing about this movie, go see it. It's so stupid and fun. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, it's time to rate it. Using the scientific cinema scale, which is perfect, and as follows. The best thing we could ever say about a movie is, own it, don't lend it, buy that poster. The next best thing is, buy It's followed by rent it and then stream it. And after that is forget it. And last but certainly least, the worst thing we could ever say about a movie. God God hath forsaken
1: forsaken us. us. This is a very low rent for me. Very nearly a stream. But I would absolutely pay money to watch this again from the comfort of my home. Yeah. Especially like showing somebody who's like, yeah, I saw that. I didn't know. It just didn't look very cool. Yep. I don't know. I'm just, I would love to show this to somebody. Agreed.
0: It's a rent for me as well. Um, it's not a good movie, but if you expected it to be, what do you, what are you doing? You didn't watch a trailer. Uh, this is going to be a yearly watch. I'm watching this next year. If it, if yeah. this is one of those like early to stream movies where it comes to stream before this Christmas, I will probably watch it again this year.
1: Yeah, I think I will too.
0: It is so perfectly stupid, fun, yeah. and like weirdly fresh feeling. It felt really yeah, fresh and I appreciated it a lot. Yeah, it's a it's a rent from me cuz to us. enter the fold of these of all the seasonal watches. Right. Like, summer rolls around, and you're like, okay, maybe some Predator. Sure. Maybe some. You know, it's just like, I need action yeah. in my life. dad day afternoon stuff. Like, Christmas is a hard one to make it into. Christmas is pretty packed. Yep. Yeah, to make it into the lineup. So, Christmas is pretty packed. And I think, yeah, I'm a writ because of the fact that y'all just said is like, I think Violent Night makes it. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's like, because Jingle All the Way is first, and there's a few things that I just have to sure. watch. But it's certainly, there's certainly enough time left in my season yeah. to go ahead yeah. and plug in Violent well, Night. And again. Violent Night so. seems like the perfect movie to start a tradition of, like, oh, yeah, every year, like, six of our friends come over and we make eggnog yeah. and wear Santa hats.
1: Yeah. And we watch Violent Night. We play Night Super again. Smash Bros. and then watch Violent Night. Yeah.
0: Like, it's yeah. the perfect this- movie for stuff like that. I love that. This podcast hardly ever calls for sequels, but we can't stress enough. It has to do whatever you want with Violent Night.
1: I'm going to be legitimately heartbroken if there's not at least two more of these. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way it's not going to be financially successful. I can't imagine it cost very much. It's
0: probably going to make 10 times whatever, at least whatever it cost. It had a theater release.
1: $200,000,
0: which is wild. 200, it cost 20K. (laughs) And honestly, if they just cast a more interesting villain, It'll take this up to a buy for me, probably.
1: Yeah, I think so, too. Well,
0: if they can hit that tone of the latter half of the movie from the beginning and cast an interesting villain, this could edge out some Christmas classics for me. <laughs> in a pretty big Yeah, movie. I don't have, it doesn't have on, on IMDb how much this movie costs to make. Interesting. Probably because they don't have mm-hmm. a, an entry that low. It really is, it's weirdly low budget feeling in a really fun way. Um, but it looks good. It never looks cheap at all. Like the effects they choose to use look great. Um, And the stunt work is pretty good too, actually. I thought that it was all very convincing other than the very first security guard punch. The very first security guard punch of that guy in the room watching all the monitors was the worst movie punch. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was just this haymaker that
1: didn't come anywhere near his face. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Uh, A website called... Dex, Dex, Dexerto, Dexerto. I don't know who that is. Deci- they interviewed the, Certo. interviewed uh, the director of this movie. Fun. Says first up, we asked Ricola if he'd be interested in making a sequel. Oh yeah, for sure. Yes. Came the response. Knock on wood, people embrace it and go see it. I think we all feel if we're lucky, we'd love to tell another story or two in this world. We have some ideas. <laughs> He said at you the end of the movie- You better believe you have ideas. Yeah, they said, we didn't see Santa's workshop or the elves or Mrs. Claus, of course. There's lots of <gasps> possibilities. Those things are so important for Santa and Santa mythology and sort of try and find our own spin on those things. I think would be a lot of fun. Uh, Rudolph gets a mention in the movie and where Cola says it's a little bit of a mystery and if we're lucky enough to do another one, maybe we can revisit that in a possible sequel.
0: Why am I so I'm pumped out of my mind excited right, right now. Now.
1: I know. I know.
0: Let's, I mean, genuinely, I- I want them to get stupider.
1: Yeah, that's what I want. Yeah, Rudolph's nose is not red. He's just the only carnivorous reindeer, so his muzzle is always covered in blood. blood.
0: He's got his teeth are filed down to points. He's like an attack dog reindeer.
1: He's feral. Yeah, he has rabies or something.
0: But he's loyal, super loyal to Santa. I want Santa in like a sleeveless Kevlar red vest.
1: Yeah. Do anything. It sucks how cool these ideas all sound to me. <laughs> I know, <laughs>
0: yeah. dude. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I'm more disappointed is, in
1: myself. No, it's me. It is like, myself. Th- the other side of it, it is that is like the most like soulless corporate thing you could do to Santa is be like, he's going to be a cinematic universe action star. Dude, it and is like, that that literally
0: sucks. the beginning or the middle scene in- Tim Allen's The Santa Claus One, when he's like, This yeah. year, Santa's
1: going total tank.
0: Santa's rolling up in a panzer. <laughs> oh, man. What a great movie this was. I'm so glad that we watched this. And I'm devastated Saying that we were not in the same room together when it happened. Yeah. So anyway, uh, thanks for joining us on this trek through Violent Night next week. Uh, Stay tuned. Something wonderful is going to happen, probably. Wrapped up real tight under your Christmas tree. Uh, We have, uh, what an honor it's been to celebrate uh, such a violent Christmas with you all. Um, And to end today's episode, I'd like for each of us to say our name and what weapon we would like to see Santa Claus pick up in the Violent Night sequel. Great. Great for two chunks in a hunk mm-hmm. No, I changed the prompt. What weapon would it be like to see Mrs. Claus be there partial to in the Violent Night sequel? I hope they really lean into the like Viking women could also kick everybody's butt. I uh, must, yeah. must. For two chunks and a hunk, I'm Jordan Wonders and I want an archer. I want Mrs. Claus mm, to be a ranged it's a range fighter. Stuff. Yeah. And, yep. But I'm not talking like I'm talking like a longbow, basically shooting like pole
1: spears. Mm, yeah,
0: that's what I want yeah. so bad is for somebody like to get head,
1: like, a head to toe longbow, like kneel to shoot it. Yeah,
0: I want. I want when she, that's when somebody gets hit with that arrow, that they get airtime.
1: That's what I want. That's powerful. Yeah, they're like wrought iron arrows. Yeah,
0: like she's shooting uh, like a fence. That's powerful. Yeah, I want that so bad. And you know what? Lace them with Christmas magic. I don't care. Blast through a tree trunk with it. I don't care at all.
1: I'm Doge. And in Violent Night 2, Mrs. Claus is bringing along her trusty weapon, the white cleaver. And it's a two-handed axe. Yeah. It's enormous. Like she, it's like a, a staff axe. And the, the, The handle of it, the grip of it, is striped like a candy cane, and it's a pure white blade. Mm. Uh, Actually, you know what? It's all pure white, and it's got grooves around the grip, and as it fills with the blood of her enemies, it looks like a candy cane as their blood runs down the staff handle of the white cleaver.
0: That's truly excellent. Goodness. While Carter's thinking, can I tell you my other idea? Is it a Morning Star where it's a stick with the chain and the like spike? Wait, wait, ball wait, 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 wait. Yeah, that's what I was. Oh, saying. is it really? Are you just lying? Yeah. No, okay, no, no. Take no. it. But you, you're probably. I, I couldn't get past Morning Star. I just didn't know how to make it Christmassy. Dude, I, it's not Christmassy. It's, I was Bethle- just say, it's called
1: the Star of Bethlehem. Oh, that's great, actually.
0: She would also have a shield because most Viking women, I believe, in battle were shield maidens. That's. Mm-hmm beautiful mm-hmm. i was gonna say that he would refer to her for the first half of the movie as i can't wait for you to meet the old ball and chain oh, oh yeah and then she would show up and her first shot would be dragging this morning star through the snow so menacing yeah and what i want I, is uh, for everything that santa is for mrs claus to be like 10 times that for him i think he
1: calls her his valkyrie and she rides rudolph ho, into battle
0: Oh.
1: yeah baby that's exactly what I want.
0: What a perfect extended universe to jump into. <laughs> right? Because it's lore that more people are familiar with than would be Marvel. But you can do and whatever people, you want with yeah. it. And less people care what you do. Yeah, dude. No one's going to be like, mm, actually. It's like, no, we've done so much to Santa lore anyways. Yeah. He, he doesn't refer do. to it's Mrs. interesting. Clauses as Valkyrie and she rides Rudolph into battle. I will be
1: pissed. <laughs>
0: Like, Can you imagine when they have a hit list? It's like they're starting to lean in now to just taking out big baddies and you, the trailer is just like a slowed down all I want for Christmas is you. Oh, Give it that trailer treatment where it's just the one note. <laughs> I don't want a lot for Christmas. <laughs> There's only one thing I'm <laughs> asking for. I didn't think I would hit that. (laughs) It's Christmas magic. I don't believe in it. (laughs) (laughs) But it's Santa saying
1: it. Who's already been up a chimney. (laughs) I don't believe in magic. I've been alive for 1,200 years.